Hello, hello, my beautiful tribe, and welcome back to Real Life with Amanda. This is your host, Amanda Kowalczyk, and for those of you who do not know me yet, I am a mom to two beautiful children, a wife to a hardworking husband, social media entrepreneur, and most importantly, I am your friend. And if we are not friends yet on social media, girl, what the heck are you waiting for? Send me a friend request on Facebook, send me a like on or follow, whatever you want to call it on Instagram, but let's connect. I'm always looking to connect with moms who um, can relate to some of the things that I relate to or just moms in general because I love bouncing ideas. I love um, giving advice, receiving advice. Um, I just, I love connecting with people in general, but now that I'm a mom to two and I have a wild child on my hands, I just especially love connecting with moms who can relate to me and just my struggles that I have at home right now. So if you are brand new, welcome, welcome. I am so glad you found this podcast. I hope you keep coming back. I hope you find some value and some entertainment in this. I've tried to like give you a little bit of everything here um, because it is real life. This podcast is as real as it's going to get. Real life experiences, real stories, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between will be aired out. And when I say this podcast is real, I am speaking straight from my heart. I am recording straight from the heart. There is no editing. There is no going back and adding like fun music. It is not your average podcast. So I hope you're ready. And if not get ready. Okay. Cause we might cry. We might disagree. We might talk about some things that are a little controversial. You never know what's going to come up. But one thing I can guarantee you is that you're going to laugh, whether it's at my expense, my stories, whatever it is, we are definitely going to laugh and have a good time here on this podcast. But before we dive into today's topic, let's first shake up some of my mom juice. Today's flavor is going to be apple pear, one of my favorites. Um, This is what gives me energy, gives me focus. It makes me um, a happy, happy mama. Um, It gets me through my day. If you are interested in hearing a little bit more about this, you can definitely check out my social media. I do have some posts on there about what it is. If not, you can definitely slide into my DMs. I'll give you a little bit more info. And then, of course, um, as a thank you, 20% off your first trial. All right, so let's just dive right into it. Today, I want to talk about mom groups, Um, specifically some terms I've seen coming up in mom groups lately. I honestly never even heard of this term until, I don't know, maybe a week, two weeks ago. And so I had to get on the Google because I never heard this before. And I was just like, is this really like what? I don't know. If you listen to last week's last week's podcast, you know common sense and common knowledge things <laughs> kind of go over my head and I completely miss them. I don't know. Maybe I'm just oblivious to things around me. Maybe I'm so focused on my business and just raising my kids how I see fit and how I am comfortable raising them that I'm not paying attention to this. Um But before I talk about these terms and what they are and just how I feel about them, let's just beep, beep, back it up real quick and talk about mom groups in general. If you are part of mom groups, let me know. I almost said raise your hand because I'm so used to Facebook Lives, but hello, Amanda, this ain't no live. Um, But I am in a ton of mom mom groups. Basically, this is how um, I get to know people. I get to meet people. Um, I am... A social media entrepreneur, which means I build my business on Instagram and on Facebook. That's where I make my money. So I am involved in a lot of different groups. Um, I'm involved in sports groups. I am in groups that love to travel, elephants, 
softball, um, but more importantly, uh, oh, coffee. I'm looking at my coffee machine. <laughs> coffee groups, just anything and everything that I can relate to farmhouse. Oh my gosh, ladies. If I told you how many farmhouse groups I'm in, it'd be pretty embarrassing. But farmhouse, Ray Dunn, <clears throat> and now a lot of mom groups. And I am one of those people in mom groups. My other groups, I am super active in. I love connecting with people. But my mom groups, I am very quiet in. I kind of sit back. And maybe this is why I'm not finding my tribe of moms, my moms that I know I would vibe with, because they are just like me in the fact that they sit back and don't comment and just kind of laugh at everything going on in these mom groups. So how I feel about mom groups, I think they are ridiculous. I'm just going to be straight up. You can fight me on this. I don't care. I am very open-minded. I will listen to your opinions. I will listen to your thoughts. Um, You're obviously going to hear mine because you're going to continue listening to this podcast to see what I have to say about them. But um, I'm I'm very open-minded and I am open to healthy discussions. But, you know, don't get me wrong. They are great. They're great for advice. There's a lot of good topics in there. Um, I am finding topics in there where I thought I was the only one. Um, just like silly little things. And so it's great to see other moms having these things, giving advice and whatnot. And overall, the vibe in these mom groups is okay. They're just okay. They're not like stellar. There's no mom groups that I would recommend. So don't even ask me. Um, I probably would never recommend a mom to go to any of these mom groups that I'm in because it's just crazy. But one thing that I notice in mom groups, and this is probably why I don't ever, ever give my opinion in any of them anymore because I have been kicked out, banned, and blocked from a good four or five groups. And it's because a mom will post like, oh my God, my husband just cheated on me for the 17th time and we have a three month old and I'm so hormonal and I don't know what to do and I feel like I should leave him. Guys, what should I do? And everybody's like, oh my gosh, honey, it's okay. You have a newborn, you're hormonal. Go to marriage counseling. Marriage counseling is where it's at these days. You can fix this. And me, I'm like, B, you get up out of that marriage. You say, toodaloo kangaroo. Here's my divorce papers. 50-50 custody. Peace out. I'm on my own. I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. If you cannot stay committed to me, then I cannot stay committed to you. So I'm just going to peace out and walk away from this, okay? I am a big believer that you should not stay together to keep kids happy. I was in that relationship before. I feel like I can say this because I am not with Kenzie's father. It was a toxic relationship after she came in uh, to our lives, after I had her. Like, we just grew into two completely different people. Like, we were not going in the same direction. I was down the road of motherhood, maturing, growing up, even though I was just, you know, five months after my 21st birthday. I had no interest in partying. I had no interest in going out. My life revolved around my baby, Kenzie's father was kind of like reverting backwards. He was all about going out every weekend. Him and his friends were always at the bar. Like we just weren't growing together. And that's okay. It's okay. And it's okay to leave relationships. Ray is divorced. Not many people know that, which, you know, shocks me. Maybe it's because so many people met him through me that are on my following on my social media. But Ray was divorced before. His daughter was maybe two when they divorced. And again, it just wasn't a happy marriage. It was toxic. They were two completely different people. I think they were together for 16 years. 
double the time uh, Kevin and I were together, Kenzie's father. We were together for, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years, maybe nine years before we split. He was with his wife for 16 years. And it just, you, you grow into two different people, especially when you start out young. Now, there are couples who are together since they're 14, married, they're celebrating like their 80th anniversary, and that is awesome. It's because they didn't have social media telling them what to do when things got wrong, but I am just a firm believer in if you are not happy, if your spouse is cheating on you, if you feel that you are just growing into two different people, don't try to make it for the kids. Like, don't make it work for the kids. Tangent, because that's not even where this is going today. But those are my thoughts. But what I'm getting at is in these mom groups, there will be 2,000 comments. 900 of them will be all on this woman's side or all on the same side. And this could be any topic. This isn't even like um, cheating. This is like breastfeeding, co-sleeping, um, discipline, uh, wear your baby, don't wear your baby, cloth diaper, like anything, anything. 900 comments will all be the same, either agreeing with this lady or giving the same exact advice. There will be one person, and I, I was this one person in a few groups, who kind of played devil's advocate and was like, eh, you know, this is how I look at it. This is what I think. And all it takes is that one comment. And all of a sudden, the, the focus shifts from this poor woman and whatever she needs help on to you. I have seen it happen. I have had it happen to me. And if you go against the grain in these mom groups, they're like a cult. I swear to God, you are banned, blocked, kicked out. And I have seen people get blocked and kicked out of these groups. And then, so there's 900 comments all on one side. This one person plays devil advocate. The next hundred comments will be these moms attacking the mother that they just blocked and deleted. How could she say that? Did she not read these comments? Why, why would she come up in here with that kind of attitude? Why would she even tell you that? And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, guys, it says, I need your opinion. I need advice. She's not saying, can you reiterate this for me? Like in these mom groups, you are not allowed to have your very own opinion. You must agree with what these other moms are saying. And if you can agree with me, please let me know on social media. Please just, I don't know, leave a review. I don't know, reach out to me, DM me, post it on my Facebook, comment on my Instagram. I don't care, but I just need to know that I am not the only mom that feels this way, that these mom groups are like cults, and if you go against the cult, you are not allowed to be in there. You can have no part in that. Oh, you think she should stay with her husband even though he's cheating 17 times? Mm, goodbye. Oh, you don't think she should be breastfeeding? She should be doing something else? Goodbye. Oh, you don't believe in co-sleeping? Goodbye. Like, if you don't agree with what these moms think, it's you're the enemy. You are public enemy number one, and I hate it. I think it is horrible. These mothers are so judgmental. They are so rude. They are so mean. I think women need to be empowering other women. Women should not be afraid to speak their opinions because out of fear of like being judged, out of fear of being deleted, out of fear of being blocked, out of fear of being talked about behind your back in these groups because you shared your thoughts, your opinions, your advice, your question, or whatever that went against the grain in these groups. So mom groups, eh, yeah, 
I don't know. They're fun to be in. I get a lot of entertainment out of them. I really don't participate them in them because I've been banned and blocked from four or five of them before because I stood up for what I believed in and because I gave my opinion in which what they were asking for anyways in the initial post. But I don't know. If you agree with me, let me know. Like, are, are mom groups judgmental or are they a fun, you know, happy place to be? You let me know. But something caught my eye in one of the mom groups and somebody said like they did a poll in the mom group and it's like are you a crunchy mom I have been a mom for 12 years now Kenzie's gonna be 12 in September 12 years never once have I heard this must be a millennial term and I am sorry if you're a millennial and I just offended you I don't know but like I said I raise my kid how I see fit I raise my kid how I want to raise my children I've kept them both alive this long, so I'm pretty sure I'm doing an A-OK job at it. Um, But I have never heard this term before, crunchy mom. And so I started reading the comments thinking somebody would say, oh my God, what is a crunchy mom? And people, no, like everybody knew. They're like, crunchy mom here, crunchy mom here, crunchy mom here. And then somebody was like, "Mm, I'm a silk mom. And of course, she got some like negative feedback because she wasn't going with the grain of the thread. She was something different. So people were like, ew, like, ugh. And I was just like, what in the world? Like, what the, like, crunchy mom? Like, do I give my mom, my kid, like, crunchy snacks? Like, do I give them goldfish? Yeah, I give my kid goldfish. I'm a, does that make me a crunchy mom? Like, what is a crunchy mom? <laughs> okay, I, I literally had no clue what this was. So I jumped on the Google. I got on the Google. And I saw that there are three types of mothers that you can be. I am not on this. I am not about this life. I hate labels. Don't label me. Don't tell me what I am. But you could either be a crunchy mom, a silk mom, or a scrunchy mom. So crunchy mom, someone who supports home birth, breastfeeding, baby wearing, cloth diapering, co-sleeping, gentle discipline, that kind of mom. Silk mom is, you know... Obviously, the opposite of all of that, hospital birth, non-breastfeeding, you don't wear your baby, you use disposable diapers, you're not about that co-sleep in life, you believe in time out, that's going to be your silk mom. And then a scrunchy mom is like a little mixture of both. So yeah, you might have had a home birth, but you're not really, you know, full on the breastfeeding train or yeah, you're all about that breastfeeding, but goddamn, that epidural sure felt good. Okay, so these three types of moms. Now, I I don't even know. Like, I don't know what I am. I'm going to go with, I'm probably a silk mom. I don't know. Give me that epidural. Okay, with Kenzie, I didn't have time for it. With Wyatt, I begged for it, and I loved it. And my nurse loved me after my epidural because I didn't try to bite her face off. So, yeah, definitely give me hospital birth. Um, you know, I would go all natural. I went all natural as long as I possibly could with Wyatt. But it just was, he was too low, and my pain was too low in my stomach. I just couldn't get comfortable. Kenzie was like an all-over pain. So if I stretched or if I curled a certain way, like it helped ease the pain. So I was able to make it through her birth without any medication. But Wyatt... Heck nah. Um, breastfeeding. I didn't breastfeed with Kenzie. I was 21. I I don't know. I think it's because I was so young and I was like nervous. Like I didn't look at my, you know, breasts as a way to feed my newborn. They were more of a sexual thing for me. I was 21. Like what did I know? Um, I also didn't breastfeed with Wyatt. It's just not, I don't know. I just didn't. I, I don't have a good reason. I don't have a bad reason. I just... I don't know. I just chose not to. And if you are a breastfeeding mama, more power to you. I, 
I love, I have so many breastfeeding moms and I cheer them on and it's heartbreaking when they have to stop their journey, especially if it's earlier than what they wanted. I've had moms who tried breastfeeding for six months and it just didn't work. And I have moms who are still breastfeeding their 18 month old. And I am, I am all about it. Like, good for you. Go mama. Like, you're, you're amazing. Um, baby wearing, I didn't wear Kenzie. I only wore Wyatt when we were out. Like, I didn't wear him around the house. I don't know. But I, I was just so appalled that, like, you're now labeled a type of mom based on how you parent your child. And I just, I can't, I cannot do it. So I need to know, are you, not are you, don't tell me what you are, because I frankly don't care. If your kids are healthy, if your kids are thriving, if you are living your best life and your kids are living their best life, then more power to you with whatever works for you. I believe something works differently for everybody. I don't think you should judge. I I hate judgmental moms. Um, I just... Uh, when I wasn't breastfeeding, like I can't tell you how many people messaged me when I, there would be a bottle and they're like, that doesn't look like breast milk in there. Like so many moms put me down for not breastfeeding and it like it got me mad. I never defended myself. I just ignored it. I think that's really rude. I don't think you should be judging other moms because you don't know. I actually did research on this because one woman just would not leave me alone about it. And formula was actually formula or made way back when, I think like 1970s, four parent, four moms who could not supplement enough milk by breastfeeding. Like they just had issues, they had complications, they had um, sicknesses or illnesses or just, they had something preventing them from feeding their children and they needed to find a way to feed their children and that's why formula was made. Um, It's the closest thing to breast milk. Like I just, I went on this big research thing and so there's no shame in formula feeding. But um, like baby wearing, co-sleeping, I am anti-co-sleeping. I do not want my, you know, child graduating high school still sharing a bed with me. I'm sorry. I have heard so many horror stories about co-sleeping. And as much as I would love to just snuggle up with my baby at night, I cannot do it. I have, I know people who their four-year-olds, they are still in bed with them and they cry every day about it that they cannot get their four-year-old out of bed. I have somebody swear to you she is in I want to say Kenzie's grade because it might be yes she is she's in Kenzie's grade so sixth grade going on 12 still sleeping in bed with her mother her mother is a single mom it's just her comfort I don't judge that's cool that that's what you want that's fine I don't care like I don't care how you're raising your children I don't care if you're anti pro whatever if you are living your best life and if you are taking care of your children and they are thriving Go you. So moms, stop being so judgmental. Stop putting labels on other mothers based on how they raise their children. That's basically what I want to say and get out of this. But I I need to know, have you ever heard of these terms? Crunchy mom, silky mom, scrunchy mom. Please give me feedback. Let me know. Hop on the IG you know where it's at, Amanda Cow with the K910, and let me know if you've ever heard of these terms. I need to know if I am the only mom like completely oblivious to what's going on around me, even though I'm in like 10,000 mom groups. So that's it. Let me know. Moral of the story, stop being judgmental. Everybody will raise their children how they want to raise them, and they are all going to grow up. And it doesn't matter because guess what? 
A mom can have somebody have their baby at home and that baby could still grow up to be a druggie or a murderer or go to Harvard or Princeton. Like I, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I'm going to keep my opinions to myself because I think this could be very, very controversial. A lot. This can be like 17 podcasts or this could even be like a two hour long podcast if I really dive into like how I feel about all of these different things. But overall, moms need to stop being so judgmental. This is why I feel like a lot of moms don't speak up about a lot of things that they are experiencing, that they're going through, whether it's, you know, a struggle internally with themselves or struggle with their children because they don't want to be judged. They don't want people to come at them and be like, you are such a bad mom. I can't believe it. Um, But yes, definitely let me know. Have you ever heard of Crunchy Mom, Silky Mom, Scrunchy Mom? Or are you like, what, what? Like, are you with me? Have you never even heard of these terms? So slide over to IG. Let me know in my stories. Let me know in the DMs. Um, And as always... I want moms to feel like they can come here to laugh, cry, connect, and not feel alone anymore. So please, if you found any value or education or if you want to share this because you think your mom friends need to hear this, whether it's this episode or future episodes, please go ahead, screenshot this, share this on social media by sharing it in your stories, Facebook or IG, and don't forget to tag me so I can shout you out and reshare your stories and thank you for the support. And as always, don't forget to invite your mom friends to come hang out here on the Real Life with Amanda podcast. Um, As always, I love and appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to head over to my IG, um, share your input, share your thoughts on this and all my other podcasts. So feel free to go back and even though those polls aren't up anywhere on my Instagram, slide into my DMs, let me know what you think and how you feel and I would I will love to connect with you and also share your thoughts and opinions on my IG as well. So as always, love and appreciate you. This is Amanda signing off. Until next time.